Welcome to Dr. Suzanne Howard's audio play. Thank you for downloading and I pray you are truly blessed. To get more information on Dr. Suzanne Howard's ministry, feel free to visit www.suzannemhoward.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Let it Good evening. How is the family doing? How are my detoxers? <laughs> are they woke? They better be woke. Why wouldn't we be woke? Nothing else to do in New England right now but to be in the house and woke. Friday night live. Let's do this, detox fam. Welcome, Dominique. Our first one to sign in tonight. <laughs> Pastor G said, you beat me, Dominique. Welcome, Joycey. Welcome, Tasha. And Pastor D and Dominique, of course. Sylvia, welcome. Gwyneth, welcome. Coach Ebony. Crystal Adgers. <clears throat> Diana. Camille, welcome. Ashley. Coach Maria, Nicole Nicholson, good evening, Doris, Roxanne, good evening, Darlene Henry, Mimi Love, Carla Townsend, Gwen Molden, Keisha, welcome, Sonia, good evening, Jeannie, I see you down there, all right, let me pull up these comments some more. Vanessa, good evening, Charnette, Frederica, Corinda's got the best seat in the house. And again, Carla, welcome, Nanita, Lisa Palmer. I see you, Elitza, Mike Tate, come on, Mike Tate, holding it down. Kim Bellinger, welcome. Carla and Jenny and Renee, welcome. My screen is jumpy tonight. Taisha, welcome. Chevelle, Nanita, Ronnie, John, Tori, welcome. Welcome, Mimi. Sandra, Prudence, good evening. Diane Washington, Cherie, welcome. 
Cynthia Bazden, Pastor Beverly Baker, Kamisha, welcome. Sharita, welcome. And welcome, Nicole Arnold. God bless you all. Tasha Ross, I see you. Welcome. <clears throat> Why, <-lo? laughs> While we are getting started, please go ahead and like and share, please. I was looking over the stats last night, and for some reason, they're, they're low um, as far as viewers. There's like 22 shares, um, but I think the likes were nowhere near what it should be if 22 people shared it. And the comments, of course, are a lot because we are interchangeable here. We like context and contact. We like to talk and exchange. So while you are commenting, please go up and hit like. It That's just a service. If you could give back to us anything, just go ahead and just hit like, please. Coach Maria is asking for those that are on Twitter or YouTube, if you would please hit subscribe on YouTube. Thank you, Charnette. I got a little nap in, but I'm ready to take it down still. Misha, I see you. Angela Copeland, I see you. Yes, Gwen Tucker, beautiful. So good to see y'all in the house tonight. I got one of my t-shirts on. God, I'm probably going to forget what it says. Faith over fear. Faith over fear. Ha, ha, ha. Let's get rid of this fear. I watched a very interesting movie this afternoon, and I'm going to send it to my coaches because I want them to take a look at it. And it's about a woman who's overcoming all of her negative self-talk. And uh, at the end, she survives and is able to make better choices because she decided to blot out the words and the voice and the perception of the negativity that came from her mother. She was able to overcome not just her mother's words, but the perception of a deeper meaning to when your mom makes negative comments to you, someone in authority as a parent or grandparent, an adult um, role model, even if you don't intend for them to be a role model, they're an adult in your life. And they have an impact on you, whether you want to believe it or not. And she was actually able to survive at the end the um, perception of what her mother's underlying meaning was with the words she spoke to her. But she had to overcome the negative self-talk in the office with her friends in a relationship. She had to conquer a lot of fears because of the self-talk. Uh, she started saying no to people. She was over a staff and she gave her staff their way all the time. She carried most of the workload because she had all these fears that she was going to lose people and lo lose loved ones. So uh, she had to overcome a lot. The movie was interesting. It had this male commentary voice in the background and they had words scripted on the side to show what what she was really wanting to do but the voice the 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 imagination that was stronger had a voice and the imagination that was weaker just had a sensing a knowing in her you know how there's something you want to do and you kind of know what it is you want to do 
But then there's like something that's louder than that. So they used one as a voice and one is just a sensing and they wrote words on the script. It was interesting. I can't remember the words. I mean, the title, but I'll get it for you all and I'll post it. I usually recommend movies uh, every year to watch. And uh, I definitely want to get it to my coaches. So I'll get it out to you all tonight. All righty. Let's get our business at hand. Welcome to So Detox 2022. We are on night 13, night 13. And I want to remind you that the road to self-awareness is a journey. It is not a trip. It is a journey. I want to thank. Oh, Lord, I signed out of this today. And. I'm not sure if I can get back into it now. We may have to work around that for now. I don't have time to get in in a little while. There we go. Let's see if I can get in. While you're all coming in, please like and share. Please like and share. In the middle of my sleep last night... For some reason, I, I get a lot of vision in my sleep, and it was brought to my conclusion that oh, I don't use phone numbers. I use emails with Cash App. That's why I'm struggling here. Um, it was brought to my mind in a vision last night <clears throat> that yesterday was the anniversary of my mom's death. And I didn't remember it yesterday. I don't remember it at all every year, to be honest with you. The Lord had to deliver me from that. But I realized that yesterday was her anniversary of her death. And I, I can't even tell you how many years it's been. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to remember all this stuff. Cash App asked you to get back in your account. Jesus. I have two. I have one for Solutions Ministry. And then I have one um, for my personal. And... And I was trying to get into the ministry one. And... I... <clears throat> Lost the details We could definitely go to the Bahamas Joyce, that would be wonderful Yeah, Renee, it's been a year She, she Years, she died when I was um, I think I might have been 20 So I've been alive longer now Than I've known my mother but it just reminded me yesterday. I'll never forget it because it was January the 13th. But it was literally Friday, January the 13th. So it's been a long time. Yeah, Cash App is this. They're so difficult, but yet foolishness can go by so much easier. All right. So let's see. Where are we at here? Because y'all, blessed, blessed, blessed. Today is Friday, so I'm going to have to move up to yesterday at 6. Meant it was red. Okay. I want to thank Brittany for her cash app. I want to thank Anna for her cash app. The, the love that you all are sending forth. Thank you so much. 
I want to thank um, Nicole for her cash app. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for your cash app. I want to thank Kim for her cash app. I want to thank the Bookers for their cash app. She says the Booker family for Soul Detox. Y'all are so powerful. Powerful people. Good evening all. Make sure you greet each other. Please hit like. Please hit like. Please hit like. Please hit like. This is what we do up here. Someone in here made a really nice comment I wanted to comment on. It's Friday night, so if you don't mind, we're going to be a little bit laid back. So, yeah, that's what it was. A donation was made, and it said, for the top of the list donation. I am now at the top of my own list, and they were sewing a donation to be in the top of their list. Ah, and thank you, Diane W., for sending in your awesome cash app on tonight. Thank you so much. Y'all are beautiful people. And I'm honored to be before you each night. And then I want to read some testimonies before we jump into our work. The testimonies are getting turned up in the group chats on the Wix app. Um, let's see. I think this other one came first. I read... That beautiful one last night that had not a breakdown in her car, but she had a breakthrough in her car. Thank you, Lord. Um, and then there's another one. I'm not going to read the names, but the names are in the group chat. If you get on the Wix app and you listen in, I mean, if you go in and sign in, you can see who said what. You can respond to them and encourage them. And I've been looking and you all have been encouraging them greatly with these testimonies. So I will be reading the majority of the testimonies. If you want to share one, I will not read your name unless you specifically ask for it. But your name is public in our private group chat. So this young lady says, since I have been on So Detox 2022, I am more aware of who I want in my life. Either it's someone I have known in the past or present. I have always been the person to give a listening ear or show compassion for what another person is going through and to try to come up with a solution that's just my nature and one of my personality traits. I realize that I have been giving more of myself than I have been receiving from these friendships. So I had to let each one of them know, uh oh, that I will no longer tolerate this one sided friendship anymore because I chose, I choose me and I feel free. Thank you, Apostle. This has been a long time coming bless god let me see what sound effect i can give i do have sound effects with my microphone i think it's in my headset yeah i may have to learn how to work a little better i have to learn how to work because i know i do it with my mentoring group when we're online i'll make practice make perfect another testimony After last night, I began to ponder 
What would my life look like if I had put me first? Maybe I would say no to more things. Maybe firmer boundaries. Maybe more vocal about my needs. I'm still thinking about it, but I must say last night was powerful. And then there's another one. Y'all are getting it in. Today's win, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, y'all did hear it? Okay, I just can't hear it. <laughs> I'm glad y'all heard it. Was it dance music? What did y'all hear? <laughs> Loud and popping. I can't hear them on this side at all. Um, so let me read today's win. I got some pretty stressful news. Something that would have probably sent me in a spiral. I observed I was triggered and said, I'm not going to try and figure out why this bothers me now, but just feel the fact that it does. She acknowledged. And then she was going to go back after to honor it. I did not go back to my snack drawer, which is my usual soothing place. Instead, I talked to my husband about it, and after the conversation, I went back to work. No chips, no cookies, no snacks. Woo! Let me see if I can get some dance music for her. Let me see if I can hear it in my headset. I don't hear anything. I'm glad y'all do. Well, that's for those wonderful testimonies. Let me see if there was one more, if that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. Those were our wonderful testimonies. Come on, let's give some emoji praise and some emoji claps to the wonderful people who are being vulnerable and transparent and willing to share their testimonies. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And actually, I want to send those three. If you do not have... Um, our new latest magazine, I want to send it out to you. Our latest magazine, I want to send it out to you. Peyton's not here. She keeps trying to go on vacation while we're working. So I don't have her here to give it to me. But um, I'll make sure I'll mail it out to you three, the latest copy of our magazine. Yay! All righty. I think that's it for the business part. Thank you all for your giving. Thank you all for your testimonies. So let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. I've been getting a free few emails in sharing some of the responses you got from the request that you made to friends, family, foes, enemies, and loved ones, asking them if they see something in your life that they could change, what would it be? And if they recognize any patterns in your life, what would it be? And if you were a brand, one young lady worded it this way, if I was a brand, what would you name my brand? And this person went down and named a whole list of things that she defines herself, that if she were a brand, what it would that she would represent. And it was really nice. It was really good. So keep up the good work. I'm proud of y'all. I don't know why I can't hear the dance music, but I'm really proud of y'all because I don't think this has anything to do with it. I've been not going. Okay, so let's talk. What number are you on your list? Have you really and truly made it? 
Did you really make it to the top of your list? Did you? Come on. Is it still just doing or are you being the top of your list? Are you making yourself number one or are you becoming number one? My ear, my uh, earphones aren't even plugged in. No wonder I couldn't hear it. Come on, I'm looking for comments. Let's be a little interactive. I'm becoming. I'm coming up. I'm becoming number one. Being. I'm slowly becoming. Moving up. I'm so proud of y'all. Let me give you some big hugs. Let's do one big group hug. I'm so proud of y'all. Giving me my roses tonight. I am number one. I finally, listen to this statement. I finally asked the questions and I accepted the responses. Now that's powerful because you want people to be honest with you, but you're not willing to receive it in the nature in which it was spoken. Remember, we have to give people the freedom and the respect and the empathy to be honest with us. People are not going to be honest with us if they know that there's going to be some retribution. People are not going to be honest with us if they know you're going to get jacked up about it. People are going to be honest if you receive their honesty in the spirit in which it was given. And if it wasn't given in the right spirit, then what made you pick them in the first place? That's still your fault, not theirs. Receive it in the spirit in which it was asked. How about that? Receive it in the spirit in which it was asked. Get your work done. Come on, get your work done. We want to see it. Coaches, how is everyone doing? How are the reports? How are things turning out? All right. What I want to talk about tonight, we're going to jump around a little bit over the next few days, but y'all won't know the difference because you don't know what chapter I'm coming from in my book, um, Group Therapy Self-Awareness. Book number two, Group Therapy Self-Awareness. Um, so you all are definitely going to want this book when we're done because we hit a lot of the chapters in here. So when you get it, you'll be actually hearing it again. Because, you know, faith and change, faith, mind changes, comes by hearing and by hearing. So when you get the book and after you've gone through it with me, you're going to these um, these assessments are in the book. You'll be able to check yourself again in six months or next January. All of the everything that I've talked to you about in here is either in group therapy, book one self-esteem or group therapy book two self-awareness which I haven't published yet but I'm hoping to have it out I might just go ahead and self-publish it on Amazon myself and at least get the ebook up and running and then a couple weeks later the uh, paperback copy will be up and running because I want y'all to have this I want you to continue your work with it I want y'all to sign up for coaching and I want y'all to go through this again slowly do an entire chapter in a month. 
and spread it over the rest of this year with your coaches. What I always do, again, the service is $125 an hour. But what I always do for those who have been involved in the 30 days, I always give a deeply discounted rate, a deeply discounted rate. So many of you will receive a coupon code at the end of the 30 days. And instead of 125, it's usually deeply discounted. And I mean, probably half deeply discounted, but it's only for you. And it's for you to work with the coaches and it's only to deal with self-awareness. Now, of course, other things come up in life. Marriage issues may come up. Child issues may come up. Work issues may come up and they're going to help you with that. But we're going to this coupon code that you will be given will be given particularly to continue to work of self-awareness for the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Ari, I responded to your email today. I hope you got it. I'm very proud of you. Um, I'm looking to um, bring you into a deeper level of self-love and self-understanding without feeling the guilt um, or feeling that you're being selfish by it because those who deserve you, who can depend on you and lean on you, need you to be your very best person. So I'm praying for you and I hope that you're able to get into some sense of mentorship uh, with our soul detox ministry this year as well. I'm hoping that for you. All right, let's talk for a little bit. Let's talk for a little bit. Group therapy, self-awareness, book number two. How to know if I'm growing in self-awareness. We are only 13 days in. I could have saved it to the 15th day, but we're in. We're 13 days in. So it's a good time to check. So let's go down the road and let's check. Ways to know you are growing in self-esteem. We're going to talk again on signs to know that you lack self-esteem. So we're at a good midway point right now. The next two or three days, we'll spend ways to know that you're growing in self-esteem. What are the signs and, and the areas that you're lacking in self-awareness? Um, we're going to talk to you about how to use self-awareness to succeed, how to use self-awareness in communication, and then we'll come back around again. And instead of talking about ways to know you are growing in self-awareness, we're going to talk about how to improve your self-awareness. So let's just say out of the 10 points that we're going to discuss tonight, ways to know that you're growing in self-awareness. Let's say you're only hitting three or five, three to five, which means you still got a strong amount of work to do. And we're going to help you see which ones you need to continue your work in, which ones a little assertively and which ones a bit more aggressively and try to get you there before the end of the 30 days. But remember, my main goal was to get you to be able to answer the question, who am I? Identity formation is what we're building here. Our identity is formed by our beliefs. If identity formation was turned around and made into a question, the question would be, who am I? Identity formation and what forms our identity is our beliefs. 
So, so far, what you've gotten to know is your personality type. Who am I? Well, I'm an introvert, 64%, and a good majority of me um, is an extrovert. I work well in these relationships. This is the career uh, areas that I would best be useful in by my personality type. Um, I'm not the type to go to college, but I love compute, um, finishing certificates and programs and using those to better my life as I better the lives around me. You better say a lot about you. You'll be able to speak about your romantic relationships. I don't know. I was going over mine again because I went a little further in mine and um, I looked at it and I said, um, this is a lot of awareness. It's better than a horoscope for y'all who still follow those horoscopes. Instead of following your horoscope, why don't you follow your personality assessment? And on your personality assessment, they give you like a little statement every day that talks about who you are in the statement. And Mayan uh, said that adventurers are the biggest forgivers of all the personality types. I was like, that makes sense. And, you know, there's a plus side. And a not so plus side. The plus side is we're the biggest forgivers. The not so plus side is we're the biggest forgivers. So sometimes it can keep you in a a loop de loop. All right. So also I need to make a note here. I want to make sure that we have spend a night going over the personality assessment. Does everyone have their personality assessments done? Are we at a good point where if I'm ready to jump in in the next couple of nights that we could actually get to it? Um, what I went and did, I went in basically screenshot, but it wasn't because I didn't do it from my phone. I did it from my desktop, but I basically uh, screenshot each page and I've downloaded them and I have it in a folder. And I'm wondering if there's anyone that's interested in putting theirs in a folder where we could actually meet and talk for that individual. We're going to give you a free life coach session. If you download yours, and I know we all like reading things on the screen, but if you download yours and you make it really nice, maybe a little spiral type thing, if you do that, we are going to give you a free life coach session. We're going to spend some time talking to you about yours and move you forward from just taking an assessment and reading the terms and help you to make it applicable. All right. So if you're able to do that, if you haven't taken your personality assessment, get on it, get on it, get on it, get on it. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk. Self-awareness allows you to know your strengths and weaknesses, your strengths and weaknesses. It helps you understand what triggers negative emotions and what brings you joy. Why is it important to be self-aware? Because it helps you know your strengths and weaknesses. It helps you understand what triggers negative emotions and what brings you joy. Do you know what triggers negative emotions yet? Do you know what brings you joy? When you have healthy self-awareness, healthy self-awareness, not just the self-awareness, a healthy self-awareness, you can reflect on why you feel a certain way and control how your feelings can turn into reactions. Control how your feelings can turn into reactions. You can empathize with the people around you and find ways to reach your goals, 
amid difficult situations and circumstances. Knowing yourself strengthens your ability to be vulnerable, which allows you to develop stronger relationships with the people entrusted to your care, whether they be family, friends, or colleague. Said a lot right there. We said a lot right there. For, for example... This is what I want you to write on your journal page tonight, because tonight we're doing a check in to know if I'm growing in self-awareness. So what's on the list that you need to write down and decide if you put a check next to it or nothing next to it. It's, I'm still really working on this one. Do you know your strengths? The next line, do you know your weaknesses? Number three, do you know what what triggers negative emotions from you? What is it? Is, is it when people yell at you when it, you're being accused or is it just when you think you're being accused? Because everything for you in a conversation is defensiveness. Does that trigger negative emotions? Do you know what triggers negative emotions from you? Do you know what brings you joy? Are you able to describe how you are feeling at any given moment? Are you able to control your feelings so you can control what reactions come from your feelings? Are you able to empathize? Are you able to empathize with people? Are you able to find ways to reach your goals? You can just say reaching goals. Just write these down in like bullet points. Are you able to handle yourself through difficult situations? Are you able to be vulnerable? How's that working out for you? Are you able to be vulnerable? Are you developing stronger relationships? Are you developing stronger relationships? And you can say uh, yes with family, but not with friends or yes with friends, but not with family or yes with colleagues, but not with friends and not with family. You can divide it into, you know, there's a dynamics to relationships. Good, good, good. Y'all writing it out for me. God bless you. No, there's no such thing as being too empathetic, Shakira. We need to talk. There is no way to be too empathetic. You can be too sympathetic, but not too empathetic. All right. Fine tuning. Let's fine tune on tonight. When you fine tune your self-awareness abilities, you are more adaptable and you can lead with greater confidence. Psychologist and author Sherry Campbell in her book, Loving Yourself, The Mastery of Being Your Person, writes this. Self-awareness keeps us grounded, attuned and focused. When leaders are grounded, they can be efficient and deliberate in staying on task and being attuned to those around them. Leaders 
who can control their minds and emotions help to guide those around them to develop their self-knowledge and success. Are you a leader somewhere in your life? Learning to be self-aware of yourself isn't easy, but it's just a skill that can help you become a much more effective person and leader in your life. So how well do you know yourself? How well do you know yourself? How do you know that you are self-aware or at least growing in self-awareness? How do you know if you are self-aware or are at least growing in self-awareness? Answer that for me on the screen. Self-aware or growing in self-awareness? And I'm going to look for honesty because I remember some of the answers y'all gave in the beginning. Self-aware or growing in self-awareness? Growing, 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 good. Honest answers, look at that. Growing, growing, very good, good. Growing, growing, good. Answer specifically, I asked two simple answers that I'm asking for in return so we can keep our chat information applicable to the contact and what we're actually talking about. So are you self-aware or at least growing in it? It doesn't feel good, so I must be doing something right. Yes. Praise Yeshua. Good job. Beautiful, beautiful job. Proud of y'all. Proud of you. And see, this is a big difference from before. Very good, Shakira. I love that answer. Okay. So, emotions. Oh, my God. Emotions. Emotions, especially when they are negative, tend to take over your mind and body without you realizing it. You lose rational thinking, become defensive, and damage relationships. That's an exhale. Emotions, especially when they are negative, tend to take over your mind and body without you realizing it. You lose rational thinking, become defensive, and damage relationships. That's why it is important for you to be able to identify your emotions. When you identify your emotions, you can begin to question what you need at that moment. What you need at that moment. Part of identifying your emotions is being able to name what you are feeling. Knowing how to name them and talk about them with both yourself and with others is key to developing self-awareness. Every day I experience a range of emotions. Sometimes when I'm feeling frustrated, I can get overly critical of myself and my work. Sometimes when I'm tired, tired is a big key for me. That, I, that is a weakness for me. 
Sometimes when I'm tired, I am less patient with myself and the people entrusted to my care. In the past, when I was less aware of these feelings, I would fall into an unhealthy work mode, which was affecting my overall health. Neither my frustration nor my critical reaction helped me feel better or fix the actual problem. But by improving my self-awareness, I have begun to understand what I'm feeling and how to address things that trigger my emotions. Emotions are powerful. You can check your emotions at any moment during the day by doing this. Ask yourself. So you got to start talking to yourself. Ask yourself, what emotion am I experiencing at this moment? And guess what? You may only know six, eight or ten, but there are at least 54 different emotions. I meant to have them listed tonight, but we'll have them up tomorrow. There are at least 54 different emotions. Learn to identify them with more than general, sad, glad, or mad categories. That's what they use in school with kids in nursery and kids in kindergarten. They, have, they use the emoji faces. Now, are you sad? Are you glad? Or are you mad? There's at least 54 adults, and we're adulting. If you read your personality assessment, a lot of what they're saying is, when you're adulting, when you're adulting, when you're adulting, because living out your personality is being an adult and knowing your strengths and weaknesses is being an adult. Learning that these are my weaknesses and not allowing them to trigger you is being adult. So a lot of the personality assessment was reminding us we're doing adulting work. This is adulting work. We're adults. So there's at least 54. Start trying to name yours, even if you start with sad, glad, or mad categories, and then let it expand. And then ask yourself question number two. Am I listening to my body? Am I listening to my body? Is my heart beating faster? Is my stomach churning? Am I losing my voice? And if you answer any of those or if you stopped and you were mindful of your body and you realize my throat or my stomach or my voice or my heart, you have to stop and ask yourself, what is my body reacting to? What is my body reacting to right now? You have to name it. And then thirdly, what causes or triggers some of my negative emotions? What causes or triggers some of my negative emotions? Yes, it's important. We're growing. We're adulting. We're doing that adult life stuff. Good stuff, y'all. I like what I'm seeing here. Very good. My screen is off the chain. If y'all see what I was working with right now, you'd think I was a miracle worker. It is getting on my nerve. What causes or triggers some of my negative emotions was number three. 
What causes or triggers? Do you know what causes or triggers your negative emotions? This is answering the question, who am I? You got to know your strengths as well as your weaknesses. You have to know your likes as well as your dislikes. Mm. Good, good, good. You can identify your emotional triggers. You can. You may not at this moment, but probably by the end of this evening, you will be able to. Because when something is mentioned to you, you become activated in that. All of a sudden now you start seeing it or witnessing it or hearing it or viewing it. You can identify your emotional triggers. Just as you know your emotions, you can know what triggers your emotional response. Instead of repressing or denying your emotions, you learn to bend and flex with them. Instead of denying your emotions or repressing, you know, denying is choosing to be blind. Repressing is going to push it down deep somewhere inside of you and only turn to anger later. Instead of repressing or denying your emotions, you can learn to bend and flex with them. Isn't that an easier way to go through life? You can bend and flex with them. Adapting to your situation and processing your emotions before communicating with others. We all have coping mechanisms that protect us from hurt. We all have coping mechanisms that protect us from hurt, disappointment, and failure that we fear. All of us have coping mechanisms that protect us from hurt, disappointment, and failure that we all fear. Unknowingly, we develop these mechanisms from childhood. Isn't that amazing? Defense mechanisms are formed from childhood. And every other significant experience after that. Being able to recognize when these coping mechanisms begin to take over your thinking. Begin to take over your thinking. And acting is an impactful example of self-awareness. So let me ask you this question. There was a young lady whose testimony that I read tonight. And in her testimony, she said, instead of doing what she would normally do, she called her husband on the phone. She talked it out with her husband and she felt better and went on with her day. The last statement in her testimony, she said, I didn't hit my snack drawer and I didn't take out snacks, candy, something else she named. Was that woman being self-aware of her defense mechanisms? Answer the question for me. Yes or no. Was that woman whose testimony I read her being aware, that's right, Pastor D, of her defense mechanisms. Absolutely. Look at y'all. Come on, junior coaches. Look at y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the statement, not only did she choose to call her husband, and obviously he did a great job with her. Hats off to him. Bless you, brother. 
But then she realized I didn't hit the snack draw. That's a defense mechanism. Eating snacks, sugary products. You know why? It's more than just eating. Because the sugar sends a very good experience to the pleasure zone in her brain and makes her feel better when she's not feeling her best. That's why a lot of us eat particular foods that we eat. When we're not feeling our best, our body will say, oh, when you eat this, we feel good. So go eat an M&M's. Go eat a snicker. Go in that snack drawer. Go open up a soda. Because your body's job, your mind's job is to make you feel your best. Even if it has to give you the worst things for you to get you there. Because your mind only knows how to work within the parameters of what you've been giving it. So if when you're feeling down, you usually take a jog, your body's going to say, oh, when you jog, it doesn't know jogging, but when you do this physical thing, we feel better. So it will tell your mind, go feel like taking a jog, go feel like taking a walk, go into your prayer room. But because we don't feed it those type of things, we feed it junk food. The brain's going to go for what it knows from memory. So once you change and make better habits, we will have great behaviors. You with me? So we all have coping mechanisms. And this young lady in her testimony, she hit the ball right out of the park. Have you ever shut down or disengaged with someone? Have you ever shut down or disengaged with someone? Mm -hmm. Let me find out who these people are. Have you ever shut down or disengaged with someone? <laughs> Here comes those yeses. Have you ever been in a conversation when you felt irritated? Frustrated or angry? Come on, where you at? Have you ever shut down <laughs> or disengaged with someone? Have you ever been in a conversation when you felt irritated, frustrated, or angry? Have you ever caught yourself saying, I'm not angry. <laughs> I just feel deeply about this. Healthy self-awareness knows what triggers your disengagement, frustrated, Frustration or anger is triggered by healthy self-awareness knows what triggers your disengagement, frustration or anger. So it's important to know that. And then it's going to be important for you to avoid those situations until you're able to confront those situations. So my question to you, what are your most common coping mechanisms? Let's get free. What are your most common coping mechanisms? I see some of y'all have started posting them already. <laughs> I've been on the receiving end of, I'm often on the receiving end of sh people who shut down. <sighs> Let me do it. God breathed the breath of life into Suzanne and she became a living soul. <sighs> because I am at, the greatest end, the receiving end of people who shut down. Pepsi, snacking. Ebony's helping us out here. 
go into myself, deep breathing, eating and shopping. In what order? I become quiet. Somebody shuts down, shut down, junk food, passiveness. Good, good. This is good. You all may be thinking about the words you're stating and saying, this is what I do. But you're self-aware. You're paying attention now than maybe you would have a month ago. So you may have been aware that, well, I shut down when I don't like what's what's being said to me or when I'm being challenged or when I disagree with something someone is saying. But now you're actually stating it. I do my therapy in the mall. Yeah. So they're all pretty much the same. If you look over all these comments, they're all pretty much coming in the same. Little Debbie's and shutdown, staying in, isolate. Shut down, eating, shut down, passivity, eating, shut down, shut down, not eating, avoidance, shopping, cuddles with my children and food, retail therapy, shut down, shut down. Shutting down and shopping. I go for a drive. All right. Those are your most common coping mechanisms. When do you get the most defensive in your life? When do you get the most defensive in your life? Think about it. When do you get the most defensive in your life? When people talk at me, the most defensive, when I hear foolishness, when I'm being challenged or checked by authority, wow, that's a great self-awareness. When someone challenges my integrity, when someone tries to tell me about me, When I feel like I'm not being heard and she put fire on the end of that. Can you journal that, please, for our next discussion? Lied on. When someone mentions my kids, when I'm wrong, when I'm lied on, when I feel attacked. Ooh, I feel y'all tonight. When misunderstood, when I mean well. Oh, man, that's a big one. When are you most defensive? When someone is trying to tell me what I think and feel. When people say something I don't like or agree with. When I feel attacked. When I feel like I'm going to be abandoned. Oh, man. I get defensive when I feel like someone challenges me. Having a conversation about things I dislike. Or an event and the person is not listening and justifying their actions. Not listening. Very good. When I'm misrepresented. When people repeat negative statements over and over. Couldn't agree with you more. Being misunderstood. When people yell at me and not being heard. When I don't feel I'm working to my full potential. When I feel like I'm being used. When people lie on me, when someone uses my kindness as weakness,
when I feel that I overcame something, but others have not gotten over it and continue to bring it up. Boom. When I feel my feelings are not being acknowledged, being talked at and not. Yep. When people say they forgive you and keep bringing it up. When people tell me something I don't like, <laughs> that's for real. Again, when I'm not being heard, when I'm not being heard, when people think I'm stupid, when you're doing all you can, being used, people try to play me. All right. Very good. Self-awareness. Need to get that in your journal tonight. When you go back over and, and do hashtag replay, put these in your journal. See if they... They get alleviate after a while. And if other things come on instead or, or more comes up from deep within the soul. Okay, let's go on to the next question here. That was when do you get the most defensive in life? Write it in your journal and make a list underneath that. When do you get the most defensive in life? Write it in your journal and write down all this that you're saying on here and everything that comes up after that. And then my next question for you is what coping mechanisms you're going to need to think on this one for a minute. What coping mechanisms did you develop as a child that no longer serve you? It doesn't mean you stop doing them, but you recognize as of lately or during these 13 days that this is a coping mechanism that I've had since a child and it, it doesn't serve me. It's not doing me any good. Let's see what you come up with. What coping mechanisms did you develop as a child that no longer serve you? Tantrum, worrying, temper tantrum, running my fingers in my hair and pulling it, crying, avoidance, expecting me from other people, shutting down and cutting people off, being a people pleaser, throwing a temper tantrum, withdrawal. Food. She learned food as a child. Staying away from people. Counting 10. Okay. Raising my voice. Trying to convince people of what I am saying to be heard. Selective mutism. Refusing to speak. Being unable to speak. So you learned that as a child. Okay. Holding everything in. Yes. That's a major one. Your defense mechanism that you learned as a child was fighting as a child. All right. Okay. It's honest. Hanging around toxic people, cookies, ice cream, Pepsi, chocolate, donuts. Yelling back, becoming isolated. Powerful one. When I was a child, I couldn't address the things I don't like. Now it's a safe place. Staying quiet, saying yes when I really don't want to. Another person says crying, avoidance, when people hold me hostage to the past, another fighting, tantrum, biting my nails. These are things we want to talk about what you learn as a child that you realize at least by tonight, you learned this as a child. You've been doing this for a long time and you brought it into your adult life, but it's really not serving you. Screaming, feeling sorry for myself. 
good girl. Good girl, Shakira. Shutting down, but it doesn't work anymore because I figured out they can't hear me. God, can I pray another song? Running away. Yes. I, I used to do that. Now that I remember, you just triggered a memory in me, Crystal. As a child, I confided in the wrong people. As a child, explaining myself over and over again to be understood. As a child, I built walls. As a child, became overly independent. Lashing out, tantrums, acting out in school. I'm delivered. Thank you, Reverend Bonner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's the judge of that? And making excuses. Awesome. Y'all are doing great work tonight. Do you feel a sense of freedom coming over you? Father, we thank you for this breath that we're getting ready to inhale through our nose to re-stimulate the blood cells and oxygen in our body and exhale the breath of life back into this universe that you have given us. We thank you for the inhale and the exhale in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the inhale and the exhale in Jesus' name. Thank you for Numa. Thank you, Lord. All right, we got to pull it in. So let's see where I want to stop at for tonight. Yeah, this is a big one because beliefs, beliefs, belief, belief forms your identity. Beliefs form your identity. Can someone put that on the screen? Beliefs form your identity. Beliefs form your identity. Many times, the need to belong and to be liked is stronger than who you are or what you value or believe. Many times, the need to belong and to be liked is stronger than you are and what you value or believe in. That was powerful. Did you hear that statement? We're talking about values and beliefs. But sometimes the value and the belief is that it's more important to belong and to be liked. And it's much stronger than the values and beliefs that I really want to treasure. You can feel so much pressure to fit in with the people around you that you set aside your values and beliefs. How many of y'all can say you can think of a moment or let's put it this way. You can think of a relationship where you set aside your values and beliefs. Where you set aside your values and beliefs because you want it to be liked. And you want it to belong now, let me let me let me make it clear, because you might be thinking uh, uh, a male, female, like domestic type relationship. What about when you have values and beliefs and your parents don't have those same values and beliefs and you put down what you want to do, what you value and what you believe in to protect them, to be loved, to be liked by them? Don't just make it about being with the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you're into. Think about this wholly. 
When was there a relationship or a time that required you to put aside your values and relief and beliefs because it was more important for you to feel like you belonged with that person or that group or to be liked by that person or that group? It can cause you so much pressure to fit in with people around you that you have set aside your values and beliefs. Well, guess what? You're at the top of the list now. So it's a good time now to go back in those journal pages and find that page where we did values and beliefs early on and make a list on the side of the list. Make a second list. Your values and beliefs, now that you're on top of the list, what are the values and beliefs that I'm going to stick in even if I have to lose people or not belong. You know you are self-aware when you can step back and ask yourself, am I being true to myself at this moment? Oh, I need someone to type that out for me. Am I being true to myself at this moment? Yeah, Cuban side of the family, culture, religious beliefs, um, group beliefs, like because they were Masons, they want you to be Masons. Because they're following a religion, they want you to follow a religion. Because they think you should be with this type of person, but that's not the type of people that you feel is who God is calling you to be around. Am I being, oh, y'all wrote it too and I missed it. Let me see who was the first one. All right, she got it. Go classy. Am I being true to myself at this moment? The next time you feel you are being pulled away from your values and your beliefs for any relationship, ask yourself. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will come up in the comforter that he is and remind you, am I being true to myself at this moment? It is difficult to ignore all the messages about what you should believe. But the more you develop your self-awareness and determine your core values, the more you can be the leader needed for this time, the more you can lead yourself. What are your core values? What are your core values? You need to get a page. This is a new page in your journal for today. What are my core values? If you need to Google core values, do it. Mm-hmm. My circle too. I wonder which relationships will change when I put myself worth first. Uh-huh. And it's going to be worth it. What are my core values? If you need to look it up, do your research, do your soul work, and then put it in your journal. Bring it back here with us. What are your core values? When have you tried to please others? When have you based your decision more on the expectation of others rather than your own? What are your core values? And when have you tried to please others?
Woo, go Joycey. Your foundational beliefs, which guide your behavior and decisions. At a very young age, I was taught those values and they have existed, assisted me to navigate the most difficult moments in my life. What are your core values? When have you tried to please others? When have you based your decision more on the expectations of others rather than your own? We're going to take a little couple extra minutes tonight, if you don't mind. If y'all got to sign out, um, I understand. It's uh, only 98 of y'all on tonight. Where's the rest of the crew? We just have, let me tell you how many people have registered. And I don't know if they're just doing replays or what. We have 196 registered people on So Detox 2022 guest list. And it's growing every day. Um, just while we were online, we had two more. Yesterday, we had three. The day before that, we had two. We're up to 196 registered people. Where are they at? Please make sure you like and share. Do not let them fall off. They may need you to give them some boost. If you know you invited someone on here and they were on or you've seen names on here in the beginning that were on and they're no longer on here, reach out to them. People fall off. This is hard. You may have been on here before. You may have been in therapy before. You may have done some work on yourself before. So this may not be as hard for you as it is on others. But people told me they were throwing up on here. They couldn't get on here. People want to walk away. So the experience may be different for others. Be an encouragement to others. The strong can pull up the weak. <laughs> Friday night, just got paid. I like that comment. I remember when life used to be like that. I'm so glad it's not anymore. <laughs> okay, so come on. Let's, can we take a moment and list those? Can you think of a time when you based your decision more on the expectation of others rather than your own? Mm-hmm. Please each other is doing what? When was there a time that you based your decisions more on the expectations of others rather than your own? It's deep. So if you can't answer it on here, it's fine. You know, I give you a few seconds and I move on. Here's a powerful statement. Loyalty, trust, commitment, and love. I have tried to please people to prove my friendship and to prove that I can and later realized it was a waste of time and energy. Now putting me first took me years to get here. I celebrate you, sweetheart. I celebrate you, Taisha. Relationship, doing things that I didn't want to do deep down inside to keep them around. Powerful. Good job. Come on, I want some specifics. I don't need names. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a time when you based your decisions on the expectations of others rather than your own? I've gone places I didn't want to go because of others. I've um, stayed in situations because of others. I mean, let's, let's get into it. My 34 years of marriage... I salute you. Yeah, but Shakira loving someone more than they love themselves is not being empathetic. 
So let's talk about that a little bit more. Career path. Great job, Karen. Great job. Allowing people to live with me. Yes. Done things I didn't want to. Absolutely. Come on. Even if we're thinking back to when we were young people or young in our minds. Attended some places because of others. Absolutely. I stayed in a seven-year relationship that I knew was going nowhere fast. Come on. Come on, y'all. Come on. Went places I didn't want to go. Working with family even though I didn't want to and being miserable and changing myself or someone else in a relationship and then feeling lost and trapped years later. Great job. Good job. I have dumbed down on my own intelligence to make someone feel smarter. Excellent. Good job. Come on, y'all. Let's get there. Everyone should have one answer. You, you know when they're kind of personal, I don't read it out. Some of y'all have shared stories with me. I don't read yours. If you notice that I'm skipping you, I'm, I believe that I'm protecting you and I'll read someone else's. So don't think I'm skipping you on purpose. Saying yes, because I knew that's what they wanted me to say. Come on. How about allowing people to talk about somebody you love because you wanted to fit and belong in? So you went ahead and put your core values down. Because you wanted to satisfy the expectations of others. I can't wait till we get to the personality assessment night. Lowered my morals and values in a relationship. Mm, I'd love to talk to you about that, Angela. Wow. Last 10 to 15 years in ministry. I supported so much it caused me to lose sight of my own goals. Changing who I am for people who didn't appreciate my worth and truth. I settled for things when I knew I was deserving of much more. Stayed at church to please others. Absolutely. Gave up my boundaries based on circumstances. Going along to get along. Staying quiet when I should have spoken up. Oh, gosh, yes. Staying in une unevenly yoked relationships. Wow. Using self-deprecating humor so people would accept me and not feel intimidated. Another powerful one and we'll move on. Lending money I didn't have knowing I wouldn't get it back just to show I had someone's back. Bravo. Not standing up for myself. Wow. I signed up to go to the Navy and I refused to go just to make a family member happy. I've heard stories like that, especially regards to the military. I always tried to make up for what I was told I lacked. I faked it until I made it. 
I stayed in toxic relationship because we had kids together. Oh, oh, oh. I know that one. All right. I think we're almost done for the evening. Y'all okay? You need to breathe. How you doing? This is what we're talking about is when you have based your decisions more on the expectations of others rather than yourself. And make sure you take a moment and apologize to yourself. Apologize. I'm sorry I let you down and I am going to be a better steward over what God has given us. Body, soul and spirit. I'm going to be a better steward self over what has over what God has given us body soul and spirit I am a responsible leader of this body soul and spirit all right it's 918 I think I'm going to stop there uh yeah that might be good to do tomorrow that's kind of another deep one. I'm going to leave y'all off on that tonight. Yeah, we'll stop there. I think we're good. All right. How are you? How you doing? Yes, I love me and I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to put the phone number up now. Burn the midnight oil. I know that's right. We could do three hour sessions on here. It was amazing. Um, I looked at a post and how Facebook brings up your memories. And I looked at a post from 2017 and someone had stated people, um, de um, delegates don't feel obligated to give. But also remember, we are in a master class each night. And it wouldn't hurt for everyone to give. And I thought about it again because I attend master classes and you are in a master class every night for 30 days. This is master class. This is exactly what a master class is. But you're not being shifted to different people. You are in a master class every night. Give yourself credit for sticking with it, for signing up for responding to the person who put this in your box and commit to your masterclass so that you can become a master of yourself. Absolutely. So watch now. I want you to be careful. I want you to know your core values and I want you to make sure that you're not putting them to the side for anyone or just to make decisions so the expectations of others won't make you feel as though you disappointed someone you love. Okay. I want you to know that not one of us is perfect. Even the most successful person, you know, has a list of shortcomings that they had to overcome to achieve their own success. Self-awareness is about identifying your strengths and your weaknesses and finding a way to live in your strengths by possessing self-awareness you can become a more effective leader you find strategies and support for your weaknesses while simultaneously letting your strengths flourish what are your strengths take the time write that page in a journal get to it whenever you can but get a whole blank page and put on there what are my strengths on another page next to it, 
What are my weaknesses? Thank you, Devana. What are my strengths? Remember, who am I? You need to know your strengths, your weaknesses, what you like and what you don't like. Emotional patterns, thought patterns, behavioral patterns. We're dealing with self-awareness. And this is a journey, not a trip. This is long lived. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And how can you redesign your life or your environment to empathize your strengths? Not one of us is perfect. Not even the most successful person that you believe is the most successful person is perfect. They have a list of shortcomings that they've had to overcome and still yet are working on. That's the journey. And that's the beauty of the journey. Sometimes, though, we can admit it can be intimidating to take these assessments or to be evaluated because you are afraid of what you might find out about yourself. Self-awareness is shown in knowing both strengths and shortcomings. Owning them for yourself and living into your strengths and getting help with your weaknesses. That's it. I'm going home. Are you going home? Oh, this is beautiful. I hope y'all doing okay. If you need the breathing technique, you know what to do. If you need to contact us on our website, we're going to post it in about two minutes. Here she goes. We're going to post all of our contact information. You can reach out. Um, if you call the number and we're on with another client, you can text the phone number and you can email right from the website. If you are struggling with anxiety, if you feel like you need prayer, if you feel like you're in a place where you're willing to share something now that you haven't shared with anyone. You can go to the website and inbox us. It's better to inbox the group than me because I get a lot of inboxes. So my clients emails are starred as VIPs. So I'm going to get those first and all the other ones after that, they're, they're going to come in and I'm going to get to them when I can because I'm one person. But if you inbox the group, and you need a phone call, you need an email prayer, you want to set up a, a moment just to talk to them because you just discovered something about yourself and you want to share it in a safe place. Go to the website. The phone number is on the screen. The email is on the screen. The coach's email is on the screen and the website address will never fail you. Instead of remembering everything else, the website address is a one contact place. You can get anybody you need from that place. All right, let's go ahead and prophesy over each other tonight. Coming from 3 John 1, number 2, are you ready? Ready, go. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Do your work. Do your work. Do your work. It's beneficial. You won't regret it. You won't miss a dinner. You won't miss a TV show. You won't miss a Friday night when you just got paid, but you have 30 days to get on here and be accountable and take the reins to change your life. Make better choices and choose ye this day to be the groundskeeper and maintenance worker of your soul. God bless you all. Have a wonderful night. You're welcome. And I'll see you tomorrow. Let it
Dr. Suzanne Howard is happy to have shared this time with you. To get more information on solutions and personal development, coaching, and counseling of the soul, go to www.suzannemhoward.com. You can also find her on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Periscope. Thank you for tuning in with us.